if you've got any idea, go for it. Yeah. You know, you only live once. And believe me, most of the times you've got the capability and the skills more than you give yourself credit for. So just don't be afraid. Don't worry about people. Don't worry about what's going to happen. You'll never know until you try. Welcome to the Get Unstuck Fast Viscosity podcast brought to you by VLM training and coaching specialists across the UK and Australia, hosted by me, Vicky Main. Are you a business owner, leader or executive? Have you ever felt stuck or disappointed where your life or business is heading? Do you ever feel overwhelmed, compare yourself to others or feel like you're swimming in treacle at times? This podcast is here to help you get unstuck fast from viscosity to achieving escape velocity and expanding your knowledge. Our guests on the show will share practical tips and real life experience about how they got out of negative situations or circumstances to live their best life on their terms. We will be sharing real life stories from real people doing some incredible things. Stay tuned for our next guest. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Get Unstuck Fast Viscosity Podcast. I'm your host, Vicky Main, and today we have Bukamu Dubey in the studio, who's the Director of Job Skills Training Academy. Welcome, Bukamu. Thanks, Vicky. Thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure for you to be here today. And I know I've watched your business success and your business grow for the last two years, and it's been an incredible journey for you. Tell our listeners about how you got to where you are now and what you've been doing along the way. Thank you. So I'm an experienced professional in the vet sector. And before I went into VET, I used to work as a work health and safety professional where there's a bit of training in there as well. And even today, I still continue to do some safety work as well. I had to take a break away from, I mean, just taking a break away from working at home because when I was working in the work health and safety sector, I used to work away from home a lot. And I had to take a break away from that when I had my kids and I started working in the VET sector because it was a little bit more convenient for me. And this is where my entrepreneurial journey really started. I worked as a trainer and then transitioned to then start the business. Amazing. It's a bit like what I did in the past. And congratulations. I know you've got three wonderful children. Two. Two. Two wonderful children. And you're originally from Zimbabwe. How did you find the transition moving from Zimbabwe to Australia? And did you think, were you more entrepreneurial in Zimbabwe? Did you think, or was, has this always been there? I think moving to a new country is always challenging. You know, there's always the different culture, different way of doing things. And you leave everyone behind. You leave your home, you leave your career. Even I had to start from scratch. And settling down takes a lot longer than most people realize. So, you know, I have always known, I've always been entrepreneurial. I've always known that I wanted to work in business because my parents had uh, multiple businesses that I helped to run sometimes. Wow. So um, yeah, I've always been like that. And I was knew that I wanted to be in business and I just enjoy the problem solving, I think, and the flexibility to think outside the box. So that's, you know, it's always been there. So when I got this opportunity, when things lined up, I decided to start a business. Amazing. I didn't realise your parents were entrepreneurs as well. What yeah. type of businesses were they involved in? They own a bakery, yeah. uh, a bar and wow. a restaurant. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And how many siblings do you have? I have six. Six. Yeah, wow. I'm the fourth. Oh, wow. That's incredible. I grew up with, I'm one of four. Yeah. And um, yeah, our house was always quite loud as a child. I know. <laughs> Certainly, I'm sure you yeah. can resonate yeah. with that. Yeah. Amazingly. Most of my siblings are teachers. I think five out of seven, all of them are teachers. Oh, really? And I've always tried to run away from the training, coaching, teaching, because everybody else was doing it in my family. So I wanted to be different. So in my career, what I've done is now I've put together 
the teaching part, which is which runs in my family, yes, and then the business aspect as well. Yeah, and it yeah it comes together nicely. Fantastic. And yeah. you've now you've started a coaching journey as well, haven't you? And you're starting to coach other business owners as well. Yes. And I know you've recently just qualified. You were working. You've just done a leadership course as well. Tell us a bit about that and about what your experiences were and what you're going to be doing with the learning in the future. Yes. So I just completed the Rising Leadership Program. It's a six-month program with Leadership Western Australia. And it's a fantastic organization that nurtures leaders in Western Australia. So I just completed that and I'm really proud of that. And it was such an amazing experience. The caliber of speakers and the trainers and the coaches, just amazing. And the other people who were there with me, as part of the cohort are really, you know, high quality people, people that you learn a lot from and help you develop as a leader. I feel like I've come out of it really different and yeah. I've really have a lot of tools that I've gathered from that experience. So that's one that I will definitely be using going forward. That's amazing. And one of the questions I had was what inspired you to set up your business in the first place? But I guess from your journey of being a mom and then translating into wanting to work for yourself and particularly because you've had that entrepreneurial background with your parents, yeah, you know, right. you're on this journey. And what do you think the best thing about being in business is? I think it's just the flexibility to be able to touch as many lives as I want the way I want to do it, just the flexibility to be able to think outside the box. Naturally, I'm somebody who is non-conventional. Yeah. I like to just try different things. Being in business gives me that opportunity and flexibility to be able to do that as well as do other things that are not necessarily what everyone else expects or how everyone else does things. And yeah, I just have to that flexibility to do to decide what I want to do, when I want to do it and who I want to help and how I want to do it. Nice, yeah. nice. So if you have, obviously in your business, in terms of training, you offer several different types of training courses. Yeah. What would you say people walk away from working with you in terms of your courses and workshops that you offer? Um, it's the connections that we make with yeah. the people. Yeah. It's funny how maybe after two, three, four years, people come back or contact us or contact me and say, I was in one of your classes. I just need some guidance, for example, or nice. this is what you said. You touched me in this way. Can you please help me with this? People always come back for help or nice. just the feedback that I get from that and the impact that you see on people. Sometimes I don't believe it because it's like, oh my goodness, are they talking about me? Do they really want help from me? Because I don't nice. realize sometimes how I impact people in that training and just helping them or mentoring them or giving them information, which is what I like to do. And it's just people coming back and being grateful, but also needing more guidance is yeah, of course. wonderful. And I bet yeah. you find that people come on one of your courses and then they translate into other ones as well. So there's a constant flow of people going through that. Yes. they. I mean, we offer accredited courses, set threes and fours, mm -hmm. and people do the set three course and then come back for a set form, but also they may come for a shorter course in the healthcare industry as well as Fantastic. Uh, this is main industry. Fantastic. So I've been on a few health and safety courses and at first there was probably a little bit of reluctance. How do you make them engaging? And because safety can be quite a dry subject, but it's required, it's a necessity, I guess. What is it you do that gives it the edge for people in terms of making it more fun and interesting. What do you do? I think it has to be practical and be relevant to what they do instead yeah. of being general safety, instead yeah. of just talking in terms of we need to be safe, for example. That's where you 
dry, can be boring. So I think it's about bringing it down to what they do, making it very, very relatable and specific to what they do instead of just being general and just giving some practical examples and making it fun, getting, finding who your audience is and getting them engaged in whatever way the audience. And you do quite a lot of online delivery as well, don't you? As well as face-to-face in Western Australia. Yes, we do. So, I mean, obviously since COVID, a lot of things have changed and like most businesses, we've adapted to that online way of doing things. And we have a lot of online courses that people can do in their own time. We have webinars as well that our trainers can deliver via Zoom and other platforms as well. So it's quite convenient for those people who can't get out of home or, and it's benefited. I mean, since COVID, it's it's benefited a lot of people, including uh, parents with young kids who want to study, you know, they yeah. can now study, you know, through a webinar or another online setup, you know, Amazing. it's actually amazing. Come. So what do you think is the worst thing about being in business? Um, I will not say the worst thing. I would yeah. say challenges, maybe. There's yeah. quite a lot of challenges, obviously, being in business. I think being in business alone on a day-to-day basis is just about you know, dealing with the challenges, there's those main challenges that just pop up anytime unexpectedly and they will always be in business. This is my experience, this is what I've learned. So you just have to deal with the challenges and be okay with the challenges, understanding that dealing with the challenges is actually what business is in the first place. You should not get into business thinking that it's going to be smooth flowing. Otherwise, you know, you need to be there. So it's very important to understand that these challenges are just challenges for you to deal with and move forward. So it is challenging because sometimes you wear many hats and especially being a small business, you do a lot of things. So it's quite important to just be okay with that and get help sometimes if you need. Yeah. And I know you, you're a big one for outsourcing as well. So, and delegate, and that's really important. And your team's growing now. You've got a few amazing people in your team that you're working with, and it's great to see business success. Did you ever envisage that you would have a business that you would start to take on more people and grow it that way? Or did you think it would grow more in terms of, well, I guess the online space and then having some, maybe some freelancers working for you? It was always a dream, to be honest. I always wanted to grow the business in whatever way possible. So I just follow, you know, follow the course, I guess, of uh, my journey. Just go with the flow and taking the opportunities as they come. So it depends what's in front of me and that's what I'm going to go after. So that will determine the landscape or determine what the business is going to look like. So yeah, uh, we've had a few people join the team, which is quite exciting. But at the same time, that brings that other side of business as well, where you have to manage people. So that's another interesting one. And going back to your parents, I know as you said, they were entrepreneurs. Do they check in with you and ask how things are going or do you kind of just do your own thing and not really ask for their advice? I'm curious. I do. I talk to them separately though. I talk about different things to them. So my mom, you know, always updating and know the exciting things. When I'm stuck, I call my dad. Like my dad is the advice giver, you know, no nonsense, honesty, you know, tells you as it is. So when I need something done, I just give me a scenario and then, you know, I get some advice. So that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So I read your blog on LinkedIn about the top 10 things about being in business. And I love what you said there. And there was one thing that really stuck out for me, which was about, you know, working on yourself and your well-being, which was the biggest investment you could ever make. Yeah. And Can you tell listeners today about 
what you did to work on yourself and how that made a difference in your life and your business. Okay, so it's funny because I have to say it took a very long time for me to really start to working on myself. But then I soon realized that if I was down, then nothing was happening in the business. So I really needed to be my best self to actually make the business work. So when I did, I saw results almost immediately, which was fantastic. So some of the things that I did was just basic health and well-being in the beginning, just going to the gym, walking, you know, just moving my body essentially. And also just started equipping myself through reading books, you know, listening to podcasts. And this is so good because it gave me the tools that I needed in my toolbox, you know, as we've talked about challenges in business, you need to have some tools in your toolbox that you can pull out and use. Great point. So, yeah. So, you know, reading and listening and getting other people's ideas on business is quite important. And I also spend a lot of time now with my loved ones. I never used to do this because I just didn't have the time or I thought I didn't have the time. I didn't make the time, but now I make a point of scheduling the time off to spend time with my kids, my husband and my friends. Nice. So yeah. Also it's about building a network of people or like-minded people, people that you are comfortable with, that you can share things with, people who understand yeah. what it's like. So yeah, those are some of the things that have worked for me. You know, people say your network is your network. Yeah. Your network is your net worth. And that's Definitely. certainly true, you yeah. know, and I know we recently went sailing together, which was lovely Amazing. and got to hang out with some other cool entrepreneurs and have a great day and celebrate wins because that's so important. And what are the ways you celebrate wins? You know, just saying them out loud, you know, I sometimes get up together with my friends and just celebrate these small things that we've done. And what I've learned is you don't have to celebrate the big things, like even the smallest things. If you've overcome a challenge or you've just gone through the week because it was a difficult week, it's important to actually celebrate that. So just setting time aside to celebrate that, whether it's going out or I like. I love getting a massage or a facial stuff like nice. that with a friend. Nice. So yeah, those are some of the things that I do. Nice. What do your kids think of you being in business? Do they ever comment on it or what are their thoughts? They're always asking questions actually. So who's in the office? What are you doing? Why do you do it? And I always make a point to be as real. I mean, obviously age appropriate real as possible, like explaining what mommy does and why I do it just so they can see the passion and, but also to for them to see that I'm following my dreams because that's all yeah. you ever want to do in life because that's what life is about, just realising your own potential, who you are and enjoying it. Yeah, and I guess in the early stages of setting up a business, your cash flow isn't always necessarily, it doesn't come straight away, depending on your business model, but it's navigating through all those things as well and choosing freedom versus comfort to be able to, yeah, take you forward. Exactly, exactly. That's one of the main things in business, really, cash flow. So, yeah. and like you said, it's actually at the beginning, sometimes it's non-existent. <laughs> so you got to find ways, you got to push through, you know, having a dream, having an objective helps you to push through, but also putting processes in place to make sure that you have that cash flow, a positive cash flow. It's about getting the assistance as well from professionals if you need, but it's very, very important to have that set up from right from the beginning and have some goals and know exactly what you're doing about that. And do you spend time working on your business now as opposed to in it? 
Yes, definitely. At least one or two days now. I used to work full time inside the business, but right. now at least I have at least two days where I'm working on it and mainly collaboration, business development, just creating that network where we can leverage opportunities from. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And how's things going scaling nationally? Is that the next plan to get to, have you started dabbling it over east? It's in the pipeline. So yeah. local expansion is definitely in the pipeline. That's something that we're working on, but we're also looking at exploring maybe the market in the UK, yes. uh, potentially touching on different things as well. And also another important thing is maybe some collaborations with other training companies like the film training hub yes. where yes. yeah I'll get to work with other training professionals, coaches and mentors to help other people and other businesses and organizations yeah. to reach their goals. I'm really excited to be working with you by the way. That's really exciting. exciting in the future. Lots of good things in the pipeline. Maybe we can get a trip into Zimbabwe. Oh, that'll be amazing. I'd love yeah. to do that. And, yeah um, that'd be amazing yeah. to experience the culture, visit some of the amazing places I'd like love Victoria to. Falls for example. I'd love to go there. Maybe yeah. there's a girls trip on the cards but a bit <laughs> yeah, work included. Yeah definitely. <laughs> Fantastic. So I've been talking to people in my coaching business around you know, some people are fearful of a few things and, you know, massive success. It could be failure, rejection, being seen, being heard, and it blocks their success because they've got these stories that they tell themselves that, you know, they might not be good enough. They're fearful of certain things and it inhibits them to be able to move forward and do the best that they possibly can. And I'm curious, what are you fearful of or what have you been that you've managed to overcome and maybe you can inspire some listeners here. Yeah, I'm definitely in that pool of people because wow. I am. And I think I've worked on this a little bit. Like I was more fearful of being successful because then naturally I'm a private person. I like yeah. to just, you know, be closed off a little bit. But I think I'm conscious as well, just scared of being successful because then it brings unwanted attention. I didn't want people knowing me. <laughs> you know, so like you like to fly under the radar. I like you like under like, the radar, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, isn't so, that interesting? Yeah, but that's something that I have definitely worked on. I mean, I think you've seen me even from two years ago. I oh, was absolutely. A, you, you. A bit of a different person. Yeah, you're going uh, gangbusters now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, there's that fear of success, just fear of rejection as well is if I try something and they don't like me, what am I going to do? Yeah. But then, you know, the answer to that is it doesn't matter. It's about you, not what other people think. And usually people buy in when you start to be successful anyway. So you should not go yeah. by what other people think because they will you know, buy in once you start to be successful. So just keep going and know your why and yeah, doing what you love. Yeah, that's fantastic. So what are you going to do moving forward to get yourself right out of your comfort zone and actually be seen? I've actually just been pushing myself, really like doing different things that I would never do. So I just sign myself up for these things that are very scary for me and just find ways of dealing with that. Yeah. So, and I'll continue to do that. Finding some opportunities. Someone just invited me to be a speaker or a guest speaker at an Amazing. event. And this is something that I would have never done two years ago. And I've said yes to that. So those are some of the things that I'll do to just get myself out of my comfort zone. Because I realized that actually I can do these things. I just... But the thing Always is, you, like my you, comfort zone. you've been a teacher for a long time and you've been training in, you know, and doing workshops. But again, this is just on another level and, it, you know, exactly. the comfort of the classroom is there, it's, but you're stepping out of that and doing that. That's exactly. great. When I'm training, I'm sort of in my comfort zone. I 
have no fear whatsoever because I'm talking about something that I know, you know, it's just very comfortable for me. But when it comes to business, just standing there and saying, this is me, this is what I do. And just putting myself out there on a different level has been a little bit different, but I find that once, you know, if I do start doing it, getting myself out there, it's actually getting more comfortable. Brilliant. I'm loving it. And do you consider yourself to be introvert or extrovert? I could never answer that question. <laughs> I think I'm an introvert and but then if I'm comfortable with someone I can be yeah yeah different like yeah. you know they certainly some friends would never agree that I'm an introvert. Yeah. You never stop talking. <laughs> That is true. From a personal, I'm joking, I'm joking. In Zimbabwe, you know, when we go on holiday, you'll just be like, what? Just talking. No. That's me. Um, but yeah, I, I've seen you sort of, I, I guess introvert, the diff- The definition is around getting your energy from in- internal things like reading and being, you know, on your own and doing yeah. your thing. Being extrovert is about getting your energy from others. And you seem to be more coming out of your shell and being more extrovert now, but you wouldn't think this, but I'm actually an introvert. Oh, wow. You know, I, I, I was an introvert, well, I guess all my life, but I, as years have gone on, I've taught myself to be more extrovert and yeah. people think I can be the life and soul of the party. But actually <laughs> what I love is sitting at home with a book and not talking to anyone and sitting there with my dog and actually just chilling and relaxing. I love being on my own. Yeah, I love that. Same. And it, it, I find it quite exhausting now, particularly after COVID, being in situations where around people a lot because that's what we do in the nature of what you do and I do where where we have people-based businesses and I find that it can really drain me so I have to take myself off and just have a couple hours out and just be and you know go and take myself off and just do my own thing because I find it really challenging yeah but that I think COVID took me back to where I was a few years back and I'm like, oh, actually I'm an introvert. <laughs> I'm actually loving this. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. Being at so, home, not going anywhere, nobody coming. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know, I could spend, during COVID, I could spend like, well, we all did, but I could spend days not not even wanting to talk to anyone. I love that. I absolutely, I mean, yes, I have my dogs, so I talk to my dogs. But yeah. <laughs> That's my comfort zone as well, just being there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, interesting. Okay, so... Next question. If you were advising someone who was interested in going into business, what do you think the top soft skills are that they'd need to really take things forward? Or what top tips would you give them? Okay. I would say maybe I'll just give maybe three top skills. Mm-hmm. And the first one would be collaboration. Yeah. It's very, very important to build a network around you, people that you can learn from, people that you can share ideas from. There's a lot of things that you can actually, even challenges, problems that you can solve just because you've got the right people around you. The next one would be delegation. Because especially when you're starting out, there's a lot of things to do and you should never try to do them all by yourself because practically you cannot. You end up just wearing yourself down and bringing yourself down. And uh, the third one, I would say communication. I mean, there's a lot more, but I'll just give you the top three. Communication is key. You want, Mm -hmm. you know, to communicate effectively and that can help you, you know, in negotiating because you're always negotiating when you're in business. So it's important to communicate effectively. Yeah. Have you ventured into like the TikTok space or online sort of doing, you know, have you been doing your videos and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad with that. It's something that I'm working on. It's definitely yeah. in the pipeline. I really need to uh, leverage that opportunity a lot better. And I have to say, I haven't been really doing what I'm supposed to be doing in that space, but it's some- definitely something that we're working on. Yeah. I joined TikTok. 
TikTok and I think I put three Amazing. videos on there. But to be fair, it's not really it's not really my target market on there. So yeah. it's not something that I've ventured into. But I find with my business, LinkedIn's probably the main main platform that I would use for promotion yeah. and commenting and liking and engaging with an audience. I find the other it's quite exhausting, isn't it, being across all these social Everything, media yeah. platforms and then but again you can always hire someone to be able to do all of that for you, which is exactly, the, exactly. Which is the smart way of doing yeah. it as well. Facebook is wonders for us. Yeah and, it has, hasn't you know, it? You've had some great success yeah, through it's that. about finding the one that works for you. It's not mm. about sticking to one particular one. It's important yeah, yeah, to sure. just try out and see what works and then go from there. Sure, sure. Brilliant. Um okay final question question. So can you give some tips about how people, if they're feeling really stuck at the moment and they want to get out of a situation, negative situation and live life on their terms or in their business, what would be the top tips that you would give them? Okay. I would say, remember your why, Mm -hmm. why did you start in the first place? That is very important because it's, that's your compass. It gets you back to, you know, when you started and why you started, get help if you need it. Because sometimes you're stuck because maybe you lack motivation because you can't solve a problem or there's other issues. Always make sure that you get help, get a mentor. Or you can't. I can't stress that enough. It's very important to have someone that you bounce ideas off. But also, it can be lonely in business, so it's very very important to get someone who can, especially if you're inexperienced like I was, to get someone who can sort of help you to you know, make decisions or just be there as extra help. So that will be the main things, you know, and get some rest as well. Sometimes all you need is to get away for a few days and then come back in again. So sometimes it's, you know, it feels easier to just keep going, going, going. But if you're really drained, it's important to take time off and take care of yourself and come back and look at your why. That's great. A really, really great advice. I think I'll be taking that myself this weekend. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So any final tips or anything you want to share with our listeners to help them? Anything else you want to share? I would say, you know, if you've got any idea, go for it. Yeah. You know, you only live once and believe me, most of the times you've got the capability and the skills more than you give yourself credit for. So just don't be afraid. Don't worry about people. Don't worry about what's going to happen. You'll never know until you try. Amazing. So where can our listeners find you online and get in touch? Okay. So we've got a website, jobskillstrainingacademy.com or sending us an email at admin at jobskillstrainingacademy.com. We also have a Facebook page for our company Job Skills Training as well as a LinkedIn page. Brilliant. You're also on LinkedIn as well. Yes. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. It's lovely for you to be here today. And I look forward to our trip to Zimbabwe. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much for Thank having you. me. Thank you. Take Fun. care. Bye. Thank you.